It's dark outside in an industrial part of town. The air is warm and humid. Large buildings, many of them rambling, modular, repetitive. Cut to the interior of a warehouse where we see large grain containers stacked high in long rows. The air is dusty and it's pretty quiet. But from farther inside the building, we start to hear voices. At a wide intersection of a couple aisles, two groups stand and face each other. On one side, we see two vaguely reptilian humanoids and a human. They look quite serious, and they aren't hiding the fact that they're carrying guns. The reptilian fellow in front, the one doing the talking, is standing next to two large plastic cases on rolling carts. The cases are much larger than a typical suitcase, but not as big as coffins, let's say. The other group also has three. A young human in an olive-colored pilot's jumpsuit. She has long, bleach-white hair, and her hand fidgets with aviator goggles around her neck. A mechanical construct in the shape of a human. Its surface is metallic, with an old-fashioned design made to look like a gray and blue suit. And a male human. He wears an unmarked security vest, which fits tight on his sturdy frame. Under the brim of his trucker's cap, his eyebrows are furrowed. Hello, and welcome to Starlight Outer Worlds. Our story follows the crew of the Meadowlark as they chase their dreams across the ragged margins of civilized space. The Outer Worlds are a ruthless ecosystem of greed, desperation, and violence, wrought by corporations, criminal syndicates, and people pushed to their breaking point. We're telling our story using Starlight, a game we've designed to explore whether our crew can survive in the margins without sacrificing their hopes and dreams. Each character has a core motivation, or drive, and five defining qualities. Grit, daring, subtle, logic, and soul. When someone's character is trying something dramatic or dangerous, we'll roll dice, two six-sided dice. High rolls are better than low rolls, but either way, the outcome is interesting. Let's go around the room and meet our characters. Hi, I'm Molly, and I am playing Alta Cyrix, who is the ace and pilot of the Meadowlark. Her drive is liberty, and she's a very daring character, which means that she's good at getting into fights and getting out of dangerous situations. Uh, Elta grew up on Bathus and in the margins, but she would much rather be somewhere else, anywhere else. She's on a contract, flying for Zenith, paying off a debt until they decide otherwise. On paper, she needs the crew of the Metal Lark to help pay off her debt faster. Also, she's found that being with this crew has filled a hole in her life, especially after she's cut ties with her family. I'm Jeff, and I play Kennard, the Construct. Unlike its organic crewmates, Kennard does not have a drive. It has a directive, a remnant of its original programming that still compels Kennard even as Kennard explores its new sense of identity and freedom. Kennard's directive compels it to suppress the competition and to gather compromising intel whenever the opportunity presents itself. Kennard's strongest attribute is logic, and it excels in data analysis and system intrusion. Originally an asset of Inverness Corporation, 
Kennard was deactivated when a black op went wrong and the rest of its team was killed. Recovered by the Zulan scavenger crew, Kennard was repaired and reactivated by them, and became a member of their team. But when Zulan was compromised, Kennard had to make its own way, working freelance until a job resulted in working with the crew of the Meadowlark, where Kennard felt a novel connection. Kennard remains with the Meadowlark to study these organics and explore this new experience. I'm Giuseppe. I play Landon Cray, the hunter, uh, whose drive is seeking. Specifically, he's seeking his sister. Uh, In general, the hunter, and Landon in particular, is best at grit, which makes him quite good at tracking people down and good at finishing fights. Uh, Landon also grew up in the margins, but not quite in the same patch as Elta. Um, Grew up on a prominent trading station, worked security there growing up. Currently, he's also been a bit of a career change from security. He's now part of a regional territory enforcement agency, uh, what he would refer to as a volunteer marshal. Uh, He cares about the crew because while at first they were sort of a means to an end, I think that Elta in some ways reminds him of his sister, Angie, and um, I think that Kennard is sort of an interesting puzzle uh, that he's interested in in figuring out, sort of scary and sort of, um, I don't know, fascinating. And I'm Thad, the Game Master, or the GM, and I'll be narrating the world around our main characters, putting them in exciting situations and responding to their actions and choices. You'll hear me play all the other characters and generally bringing the margins to life. Let's dive back in and find out what happens. So here you are. You've been sent by Zenith to do this pickup, and there's a bit of a uh, bit of negotiating going on and a bit of discussion. We couldn't help being late. This was more complicated than we had planned. We cannot abide by the original agreement. It doesn't seem complicated to me. We're here. You have the stuff. We're here to pick it up. You've been waiting, making us wait with all these bugs, getting eaten alive. No, but the trouble we had to go through. Customs was snooping around very close. Got here okay. For any deal, there are always difficulties on both sides. We are not here to press the challenges that we encountered on the way. Are you prepared to satisfy your end of the deal? <sighs> we... Do you have the deliverable? Yes, yes. As I've said, it is here in the cases. What I am telling you is, it was a lot more trouble getting the equipment than we expected. More peoples, more payments to buy them off. We do not work for free. So again, we need an extra 50% payment. I am unsling the assault rifle on my back and just casually lean it on my shoulder and just say, How much more trouble did you want? Is it worth 50%? So on the other side, the other reptilian makes a similar move and slides this very large, like, multi-barreled pistol up from his side over, you know, into his crossed arms. Now, the negotiator in front is holding his hands up in sort of a gesture for calm. And uh, this is the, the human, or...? The negotiator is uh, in, in front, one of the reptilians. The other human in back has, yeah, like a, a rifle, something maybe not as serious as yours, mm. Landon, but it's definitely on his side, pointing to the ground. Mm-hmm. 
and I should be clear, I'm I'm still relaxed. I'm just eyeing the negotiator intently, but I trust Kennard to do this work. So I, I see that the negotiator wants to de-escalate. Yes. So on my side, I say, now, I'm sure we both want to maximize our profits rather than increase our losses with this deal. So... You have expended a little bit more effort coming here than you expected. That does not mean that we came with additional funds to compensate that. So we must find another way forward if you want to complete the deal. Yeah, this definitely sounds a bit like manipulate. When you influence someone's actions using manipulation or charm, say what you want. Give them a reason and roll plus subtle. If you ask too much of them, they may tell you what it would take, if anything, for them to do it. Okay. I've got a subtle of one. Oh. So it's a total of 11. Mm-hmm. Nice and easy. Okay, so on a 10 plus, they'll do it for the reason you gave, but they'll stop if the situation negates your reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me a little more. So if we do not have funds and you're experiencing trouble passing through, perhaps we can provide you with some additional information that will help you in the future when you're trying to get through customs. Hmm. He's sort of pondering what you're saying. Elta here is better connected than she looks. I am. (laughs) (laughs) I am. So he ponders what you're saying and sort of asks for some reassurance. It's like, um, you know, can you really, can you really get me what you promise in the future? We are quite experienced in this area. Perhaps as a show of faith, On your next deal, contact us, and we will facilitate and instruct. He turns around, and he's talking to the other two in very low voices and in some other language. But it's it's, it's very brief, and he turns around and nods in a familiar gesture of agreement. So... Excellent. The other two, the other guy lowers the weapon, putting it back into his very large thigh holster. Mm Mm-hmm. I sling and, my rifle back up, yeah. And uh, and they gesture to the cases in front, in front of them. The deal is done. Did you say they roll? Huh? Were they rolling, you said? They're on rolling carts, yeah. I definitely, like, grab one and ride on a little bit. You're going to pay them, right? Oh, well, it's transfer. Yeah, I just, you know, push a button, <laughs> That's right. send it over. It's almost like an afterthought. Oh, yeah, okay, there you go. And then no. I go do, like, the shopping cart roll where you, like, grab the end and you, like, push off. I'm just going to ignore it because I... I want, I want them to just think of this as mundane as possible. So, yeah, we'll get that loaded right away. Pleasure doing business. So the guy in front, uh, he's, uh, Kazaduk is his name. He goes by the Duke. You've been hearing this. The guys that work with him, the human that works with him, refers to him as the Duke. And the human kind of comes over to you after after mm-hmm. this is kind of underway and moving the and is moving the cart. And the human says to you, um, Landon, uh, she's the one. That is actually better connected than she looks. Kid, you watch. You might learn a thing or two. Hmm. All right. Just do us a solid next time. We look forward to doing business with you, and I transmit contact information. Yeah, love it. So, yeah, uh, Kazaduk comes over to you quite close and does this, you know, shaking of hands. Um, if that's still in fashion. Yep. Okay. It's still a thing. traditional. You have to check for weapons. <laughs> yeah. Especially out here in the, in the margins. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, it's a done deal, and we... (laughs) Yes, anything else? Finally, we can get off this rain-soaked hellhole. And the camera pulls back as we hear Elta whooping off in the distance, (laughs) riding that cart. 
and we're outside again in the nighttime and the rain is falling. Well, well done. So you managed to talk them down and you've got all the gear in the cargo bay and you've managed to make a certain impression. So hold on to that and uh, I might come back to that. Oh, okay. So good news, everybody. You're heading back into the system, feeling good, and you are uh, headed toward your home planet, for now, Bathys. And as you approach, you see it in all its glory. It is this uh, swirling mass of white, gray, and blue. It is mostly an ocean planet. It's over 90% water uh, over the surface. There's a tiny bit of land. I would say it's maybe less than 1% is actual hard surface area. And the largest one is called Gibraltar. That's the main population where there's actual there's an actual town and processing facilities. And then there are all these clusters, these spots of ice around the planet that have formed in kind of odd locations. On the poles, yes, but also in other places around the planet because of the uh, weather system is so strange. Dad, is this water drinkable water? It is not. Great. Just yeah. just checking in, making sure. Um, yeah, let's say it is salt water, other minerals. You can process it and drink it, sure. Okay. And it's not... It doesn't. It won't burn you. It's not going to melt you. It's, or not, it's not poisonous. Uh, uh, in small quantities, it's not poisonous. Great. Let's Excellent. Say. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, try to avoid it. And and so you descend. Normally, you would uh, set down at sort of the port area. Where they have like some wide tarmacs. It is. It is not fancy. There's no hangar for you to get pulled into. No. No. No building for you to hook up next to. Yeah, and so now you are just, um, it is your downtime, and you find your way back into the town, and there's really only, there's a few thousand people here. Um, I was thinking of something on the order of 5,000. Sure. Probably not all here at once. A lot of them are off Mm -hmm. working. So there's a lot of activity. There's ships or boats coming to and fro sort of on the surface of this around Gibraltar then? Yeah, that's right. There's a mining operation, a few mining operations, probably not too far from here. And then there are other mining operations around the um, the globe as well, uh, where they have found upwellings of rock mm-hmm. that are closer to the surface. Mm-hmm. So you have this real, real extremes of different heights of uh, depths of water, sure. and they have found kind of optimal locations to try to uh, drill down with underwater mining operations. Okay, and is this a cycle? Sort of, we do this job for Zenith. We maybe go off planet, come back, and then we have some downtime. This is something we've all experienced before. Yeah, this is this is normal, and mm-hmm. you are you're very glad to be done with something that was a little more stressful than you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Elta, so tell us, you get you as you get out of the ship, um, what do you look like? Well, I usually wear a ship jumpsuit for most occasions, often like tight around my waist or whatever. I'm wearing like a a neon orange tank top underneath. Dreadful. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a pair of aviator goggles that are just like hanging around my neck. Oh, I have completely white hair um, pulled back and probably like a pretty utilitarian ponytail. And I'm kind of like fidgeting with my comms, uh, maybe sending a message like arrived, goods intact. Yeah. Kind of thing. Fantastic. Do, yeah. you have, do you have friends on station that you're going to like hang out with? 
I think there's a bar that we so, probably visit. Friends of a sword. There's, there's regulars. Well, and let's um, and let me yeah let me clarify. You wouldn't normally refer to the town here as the station, although you do have government. You do have the zenith facilities here. Mm-hmm. There's an orbital station as well. The locals usually refer to it as just as the orb. Yeah, it's not a sphere, but (laughs) there's just one main station. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that has a lot more of the corporate facilities, ship maintenance, Mm -hmm. corporate offices. So it's actually a little bit nicer. It's not very big, but uh, there's a lot of people up on the station as well that does have its bar. Tomorrow, uh, you are due to meet your handler, Stacy. And you were a little surprised. You're like, oh, I thought it was Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a new message that said uh, Stacy will be taking over. Oh, yeah. it shouldn't sound too different from the last one, but yeah. I'm not broken out up about losing Tiffany either. Yeah, you, it sounds. I'm guessing you weren't close. She's just your handler. Yeah. Like a, no, cool, she's like kind executive of pain, type. Yeah, she's mostly a pain in the neck, I'd say. But okay. Yeah. Uh, and then all of you after you shut down the ship, who's who else is uh. Well, so for for Landon, this is like the actual re- like this is downtime maybe for other people, but this is when he actually does the work that he thinks is important. He's got weeds to chase down, people to find, kind of a side project, right? Okay. So definitely, I think if other people like if Elta looks like she's getting more relaxed, I think Landon is like suiting up or like like he's you know putting on his, zipping up his sort of armored, like, vest jacket, making sure he has his gun sidearm, like, discreetly stashed somewhere, and kind of thinking about where he's going to go and the circuit he's going to make and how he's going to find the whatever low life he thinks will lead him closer to his goal. That's good. Yeah, so tell me what else does he... Sure. What do you, what do you uh, look like when you're headed out? Yeah, uh, in general, then it's kind of a... Not squat exactly, but sort of sturdy, not too tall. Kind of has like a a sort of ex-cop vibe to him, if that makes sense. Maybe a little more easygoing, but definitely has a maybe kind of a severe look on his face much of the time. Yeah, definitely this sort of tighter, like almost t-shirt jacket top that is, I think, probably recognized as like light armor. And then a hat that is what we would recognize as a trucker hat. It's got a fish on it. Definitely Landon has more than one hat, but most of them have fish on them. He's got some stubble, I think. Great. And, Kennard, you, uh, what are you up to uh, when you hit Planetside? Uh, I have observed that when organics are engaging in what they call relaxation, their decision-making processes can become even more erratic than usual. And so I accompany them to ensure that nothing untoward happens. Okay. Well, I will come back to you, but you have a fourth passenger, uh, Chifchoff. Okay, so Chifchoff is a Korthi, uh, a little shorter, kind of comes, it's a, his ancestors were like a burrowing species. He's got sort of this uh, tapering nose and uh, forearms and uh, two legs. Very, uh, very handy, very nice, very handy. This, uh, so this, and this species is relatively common. Uh, and relatively uh, gregarious too. So, but he so Chifchoff is a little unusual in that he likes a little bit of adventure, but he is anxious to get back. And he's he's excited to be at a home and go check out some of uh, his friends in town. I suspect that the the feeling that Canard just threw out 
if shared, I would attribute entirely to Chiff Chuff. When I think of someone who would maybe party a little hard and their decision-making would be, like, impaired, Chiff Chuff is the person I think of. But I'm just not super trusting. Maybe that's more of it. He's been probably mostly fine, but, you know. Well, given what people are up to, um, they all seem to be kind of headed in different directions, I think. I'm a little disappointed Chiff Chuff didn't invite me to... To go hang out with him, but I know the Corthy bars can be a little uh, Sometimes exclusive. He has. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The ceilings are low. Yeah. It's true. Uh, you have hung out with him before, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It just didn't really come up. Bye. <laughs> and by the way, it's overcast. It's kind of dim. It's daytime, but it's uh, it, the sun doesn't shine very often here. Just sort of gray, not quite drizzly, you know, mist in the air. Do the, does the industrial district, like, contribute to that at all? Do they make it kind of hazy, or that's not really a thing we're working on? Not about? really. It's positioned yeah. such that the, the, the wind takes any... Oh, excellent. Off <laughs> into any, the ocean. Good. Just, oh, yeah. So, uh, there's, right. You know, these fresh new planets mm-hmm. have uh, so much uh, yeah, unspoiled air. It's great. Yeah. Elta, mm. do I remember correctly, you're not meeting your new handler? I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about that till tomorrow, fortunately. Yeah. Okay. So I will uh, accompany Elton. Stay safe, kid. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. You don't do anything fun. I don't. (laughs) I don't know what I'm allowed to do then. I'm just gonna like give a backwards wave as I walk away. I can take that one. That's fine. I'll nod to Canard as I'm sort of believing. My eyes would just follow you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't done much of a description of you, have we? What, um, can we get that? Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're a little bit... Uh, people here, as you walk into town, and you get to some of the smaller streets that just the uh, just the electric carts go on, or, or pedestrians. So your people here are not as familiar with your presence. A few of them are glancing over your way. What do they, what do they see? They see a obviously metallic construct. Humanoid-shaped, slim, with a very stylish exterior. My chassis has been painted in the approximation of a uh, business suit. Right. Oh, I love it. That's right. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I have a question. Do you have anything, probably wouldn't, but do you have anything uh, coloring you or like that is reminiscent of Inverness? Is there like an icon or a color scheme that someone might recognize? Because you did like black ops stuff, right? Or... That's, that's correct. Yeah. I, I would not have any obvious right, exterior corporate logos. Great. Love it. Well, you're a little dressed up for where we're going, but <laughs> I could throw a poncho on you or something. <laughs> if you insist, but, uh, it would only be obstructive. <laughs> that poncho Whatever. Thing. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm going to kind of skip ahead a little bit as you go to one of your favorite eateries. Mm-hmm. Let's call it a diner. So as you go to uh, your favorite diner, you uh, see some people outside, and uh, there's this guy. Um, you recognize him, and you probably don't know his name, but he's a bit animated and, and clearly angry talking to a couple of the other people. Getting a little closer... Um, He's complaining that uh, it's more than a complaint. He's he is uh, just livid that he's been screwed out of some supplies that have gone bad. You don't quite get the details, but when he sees you, he's he's like, "Hey, hey, um, hey, I know you. It's uh, uh, Cyrix, right? You're the Cyrix girl." Uh, I, I you can call me Elta. Uh, El, yeah. So, yeah. Listen, uh, my, my name's Jay. I, I I need I need a lift. Is there any way you can just 
take me to uh, uh, take me to the station? Oh, the the orb? Sure. Yeah, uh, I'm heading up there tomorrow if if that works for you. I'm. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're really helping me out. Real a real savior. Sorry, what's your name? Uh, Jay uh, Randa. Jay Randa. Okay. Yeah. And and there's a couple other people nearby too. They're just they're 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 like, yeah, they're like they're nodding and there's it, it doesn't feel like he's lying to you. They're all just kind of like they're just shaking their heads about what they've just heard from him. What's what's the problem? Uh, you know, it's just living on the margins. You know, everyone's out to screw you. I I had a contract. You know, I was supplying ready meals to the commissary here, some of the places. I had too good a deal, you know. I should have known. It was too good to be true. You know, all the shipments come in. It's basically sawdust. And I, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I, I've, I'm, I'm finished. I've got, I got no money left. Well, if you're planning to complain to the, the folks up at the Orb, I don't know. They don't have much of a complaints department. No. But. Oh, yeah. You're telling me. No, I'm just, I'm just going to beg for another job or I'm going to take another shuttle out of here. Well, sure. I can give you a lift. I, I don't know much more than that, but. You're a good kid. Okay. You're a good kid. Listen, I'll, I'll, uh. Hey, can I get you a drink? It seems like you've had a rough day. Yeah. You know, that's the nicest thing I've heard all day. I, I'll, 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 I'll definitely take a drink. Aww. Okay. All right. You, you proceed on and. And actually, Kennard, you observe this happening almost uh, again uh, inside one of the women working there, uh, one of the the servers. It's it's, it's a bit old fashioned because not as much automation as you might find in other places. The server talks to her and and asks her a favor if she can take this um, take this little tchotchke. It's just like a toy type thing that you'd like put on the shelf and you know it like bobbles. Uh, if she could just take that to her husband that is working on. It's a mechanic up on the orb. Elta, did you accept this as well? I mean, I kind of look it over and... Yeah. You're pretty sure it's got like a, some like a chip or cred sticks inside or something like that. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. This has happened to you before. Yeah. And you know, th- this is someone who actually knows you. Like, mm. hey, Elta, this is someone who probably knows your parents. Mm. And but is, you know, asking for a little favor here. Yeah, sure. Well, can you pay for that guy's drink? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sure thing. Would reading a person be appropriate here? Yeah. Or are you, you can do that? Yeah. Well, I think I was gonna. Part of why I wanted to give this buy this guy a drink because I wanted to hear a little more from him. Okay. So I think maybe we grab our food, grab our drinks, sit down at the table, and now I'm just trying to see what his deal is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you got it. Yeah. Well. Um, been been yeah. operating here long. Yeah, he tells you a little bit of his story. He's been a merchant off and on for many years and just trying to find a, a place out of the margins, buying goods, selling them. And he thought he was getting into a good good deal here. Well, so some, some stuff gets grown here locally. Mm. Uh, some of the stuff gets processed out of the water, but some of it gets um, brought in from outside. It's not particularly good, but it's high nutrient value. And so that was the business he had gotten into, and uh, he, he's referring it to it as uh, ready meals, right? Different types of instant food, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he tells you a story, and he's and he, you know, he just he mentions the the woman who he, he thinks screwed him over, you know, unless there was someone else. But he just he thinks he got he thinks he got conned, 
you got some stuff that was like, you know, show you, show you some goods that are, that are, that are fine. There was a lot of issues with the payment and, you know, that the shipment, when's it going to be here? And, you know, anyway, this kind of trails off and focuses on his drink. I'm just mostly trying to figure out if, if he's going to cause trouble if I take him on my ship. Does he seem like he's hiding things from me? Well, let's do a read a person, which is a roll plus soul. I'm at a plus one soul, um, and I rolled a nine, so ten. On a ten, hold three. So you get to ask three questions. Is the character telling the truth? What's your character really feeling? What does your character intend to do? What does your character wish I'd do? How could you get your chance to blank? And this is hold, so you don't have to spend it all right now. You can spend it throughout the scene. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out, what do you intend to, like, what's your plan when you get up there? I don't really know what um, station securities, or not station security, just the brass up there are going to care about your situation. Right. Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth about it. Sorry, let me back up. Would you interpret that as, what does your character intend to do, or are they telling the truth? I was trying to ask what he intends to do. Yeah. Just His plan doesn't make that much sense to me. I don't feel like yeah. going up upstairs is really going to answer too many questions. You kind of read between the lines, and you think he's going to just try to kind of bluster his way in, maybe maybe not rough anyone up. He's, there's security up there, but you think he's going to try to talk to someone and try to convince them, give him a break, give him a new job. More So, yeah, more of the executive types more of the office-type workers, you'll find them up on the station. Mm-hmm. Sure. So uh, you're going to find more of the workers, operators, mechanics, technicians uh, down planet side. Um, I guess I'm also just trying to figure out if there's other strings attached. So what what does he wish I'd do is maybe the question I'm asking there. Like, is this more than just giving a personal lift? As you talk a little bit more with them, you realize, uh, you know, he wouldn't mind a lift back toward civilization. Okay. So, you, but you haven't quite heard that yeah. him ask ex- explicitly yet. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like he really yeah. wants to head farther than just yeah. the orb. Gotcha. Yeah. Is that civilization like the core worlds? No, I'm sorry. just like just, some just, other part of the margin. Just closer, just closer mm-hmm. to a bigger city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, is Canard at like this table? Canard is at the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And would you like to do anything? Yes, while Elta uses bartered liquids to lure this sentient's inhibitions, uh, I would like to, if I can, run a search for information on this J. Randall. Okay. I want, to see, I want to see if this, his story actually checks out. It's easy enough. So you just kind of hook into local database stuff, and it totally checks out. He seems to be above board. He's got, you know, merchant's license, this kind of thing. If you wanted more than that, you might have to roll or spend a little bit more time investigating. But the local information is checks out. All right. Well, this seems to be amusing, Elta, so this is fine. You have one more hold? I do. I don't know that I have a whole lot more I want to ask him, though. What? You don't um, need to spend it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good job. I think... You make a good impression. I think I'm done here, yeah. Okay. The, the evening class passes uneventfully. Anything else uh, you want to do? Head, but you you have. Yeah. Okay, I will assume that you have a place to sleep in town nearby. Not the ship. I was but. thinking I was going to sleep on the ship, but okay. uh, does this guy too. want a place to sleep? Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. Where do your parents work? Oh, I didn't think my parents were on planet. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I think they're it. more like an asteroid kind of situation, or okay, yeah. Okay, um, I will leave them out. Leave them out of this. I I'd prefer to not be on the same same rock as them. Yeah, that's Alta. Mm-hmm. I like a little space. Okay, well, that, well that's fine. Yeah, you um, space jokes. So you just stay on the ship. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, you're trying to. Um, he, he's he's maybe trailing after you a little bit. Do you sort of ignore him? He hasn't asked for a place to stay. Uh, you do have one hold still. If that changes anything. <laughs> him stay in my ship will he uh rob me or something <laughs> that's not a question on the sheet it is um, not. no <laughs> unfortunately i'm a little hesitant to let someone stay on the ship while i'm sleeping i'll i'll just like kind of turn to him like yeah meet me here tomorrow in the morning we're heading out yeah he's he doesn't put up a fuss he just sort of he's kind of Seems resigned a little bit and half drunk, so he gives you a half wave and stumbles off in a random direction. Now it's dark, and now there's just sort of the dim lights of the city, all hazy uh, through the mist. I'm gonna skip over you for now. Sure, Cray. That's a sort that. of standard. Yeah, that's sort of is your standard mo. We, we might flash back to it later. Sure, I would say. I mean, I we have we all have comms information with each other. We can ping each other as needed for things. So it's not like I'd probably let him know, like, "Hey, got someone else on board. Don't shoot him." Oh, I definitely would have shot him. That's actually a really good point. If I just came in and there's just some guy like <laughs> sleeping in front of the ship, I'm like, "What are you doing here?" Mm-hmm. Push him into the water. So in the morning, he has um, a large case, like essentially a large suitcase. Probably taking his life's possessions and uh, getting out of here. Chifchoff is already on board and has spent the night. And just kind of like, well, what, what would Chifchoff do when he sees a stranger? Oh, you you would have let him know as well. It's the yeah, yeah, I it's, think that's fair. Well, you guys could have a conversation. Yeah, as He's I was climbing up to, to my quarters, okay. mentioned, hey, we've got someone coming up on our, our jump. To... Sounds good. So when uh, Mr. Randaw shows up, Chifchoff just kind of shrugs and opens the door, the hatch, and uh, and says, "Come on in." I would maybe have mentioned to Chifchoff, like you know, lock the engine room door. Sure. <laughs> when we've got company. But... So he actually is a little. He's kind of excited to show the ship a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we've got this over here, and that's the engine room door, mm-hmm. and up there, there is the cockpit, and then I'll just take you to the galley. You can you can strap in and maybe have a. Have a snack bar. I'm definitely eating in the galley. Okay. Like, not just trying to ignore this whole thing for the most part. I'll give him a nod. Just, mm. uh, okay, he realizes that your people around aren't really much up for chatting, so... I mean, I'm also not, yeah, I'm, I, like, I'm not armed at this moment or anything, yeah. but does he look dangerous? No. All right. Then I'm not, I'm kind of glance at his, like, big box bag possessions thing, but I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. And we see you after all of your pre-flight checkup uh, checklist. You are off, and there's not a whole lot of uh, ceremony with, like, the port authority there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just a little company town. And you uh, send away and head toward the orbital station. He's actually, he's just fine. He is uh, J. He's he'd rather just be quiet and kind of sulk a bit. Every once in a while, he starts to strike up little conversations to say, uh, you know, 
kind of learn about like, well, where you've been or, oh, you, you know, like what's, what's trait, you know, what's, you know, hearing about any scarcity here and there, kind of maybe looking for the next type of thing he wants to trade kind of thing. I've got nothing for <laughs> Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude. That's just not something Landon Gray would know. Yeah. I, I'm just, he's a yeah. very different person. Yeah, he, he, um, he is. Yeah. And also are we, so we're not like strapped in for this transit. Are we like, are we in a position where we can be walking around a bit? If you want to be. All right. I mean, I don't think I have a lot of places to walk It's pretty safe, but, you know, it's not going to take very long. I'm just curious if I'm trapped, like, in a chair next to him for the next, like, hour or something. Because I would certainly try to avoid that. But if that's what happens, I'll be there. It sounds like after the initial takeoff and just nodding at him for a while and shrugging, you just leave the room. Yeah. Well, I've got some work to take care of. Yeah, I I throw my bowl in the recycler and say, well, don't lose your head. And I... Okay. It's only a few minutes to get to the station, and uh, you dock there. You don't have nice big fancy hangars here either, like some mm. stations. Ah, oh, so beautiful. And <laughs> I've not seen that. Thousands of people. Yeah, I hear and, about it. And yeah, and you can come into the hangar, and you can just get in and just land it. Mm. And uh, but this is not one of those. You have to uh, dock and attach your um, your sort of airlock coupler thing. Uh, yeah, so the orb. It is kind of... Um, if you say so, orb-shaped. <laughs> no. Okay. No, the orb. The orbital station is not orb-shaped. It's Phew. actually this conglomeration of a bunch of different modules. Mm-hmm. You can see that it probably started small, like a lot of these uh, out on the margins started small, and then they added more and more. So it's a bit rambling and boxy. And so, yeah, everything... You know, it's it's fine. There's uh, the normal... Uh, chitter chatter as you as you dock your unknown ship. Is and, Stacy and, the one walking us in, or is this some other flight controller, oh, just random person? This is just a random person, right. and you've got and, and it's all just over comms. Mm-hmm. You don't actually meet anyone. It's just automated, and then the there's sort of this digital handshake, and their their airlock thing you know prepares for you. So Elta, you have an appointment within the hour. Mm-hmm. You can do something, or just kind of go and be early. And Jay Randa is thanking you profusely. Seems to be really coming from his heart. And he uh, gets off and just starts trundling toward uh, station administration. Well, I've also got this other little thing to drop off. So I think I'd probably mm-hmm. do that if I've got a little time to kill before my meeting. Okay. Wait, is the meeting for the drop off? No, sorry. I've got this. Uh, the lady at the diner gave me kind of a tchotchke to give her her husband. A tchotchke? Well, she gave me a small object of... What, what is it? Well, she's, she's a friend and you not sh- a big deal. Can I see it? Uh, I mean, if you're... It's not a big deal. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll toss it over to you. Uh, yeah, give me a little more detail about this thing, then. Yeah, it's a little toy. It's like a little a bobblehead toy. It's one of some creature on some other planet, something that's got some, like alien like a uh, dangerous teacher creature but it's in a cart it's kind of like cart- cartoonized and mm-hmm. turned into a little bobblehead effectively and so it's then... kind of racist is what you're saying no 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 these are it's um it's not a race of sentient people it's more like it's more like a rhinoceros or something the... sure <laughs> i've heard about those of... yeah that's got a funny uh mm-hmm. the, the smile is very funny okay yeah i i was expecting like a data drive or like <laughs> 
something electronic or mechanical or some sort of, you know, a dangerous package. So I'm just going to snort and just... <laughs> sure. Well, okay. Canard, do you come... When we're meeting with this rep, do you come for that? Like, By the way, you are not reading meeting with the rep, Cray. I don't come to the... She knows we're working together. That's right. I'm not invited to these? You're not... Well, you are not invited to this one. Is that unusual? Have um, I been invited... Was I invited to the ones with Tiffany? Well, that's a good point. You did meet Tiffany. But this is a different... So we're meeting someone else. So I'm not coming to this. I'm meeting someone else. I, I mean, you don't think that's weird? They just swapped him out? Well, wait. Do you know or do you assume that she's meeting Tiffany? Because this is a pattern that we've gone through before. Coming to the orb... She meets her handler here. So typically, Elta, you would get a message, you would talk over, you know, video comms, that kind of thing, uh, and and talk about what you're going to do. Sometimes you meet in person, but it was really only, you know, and then at a certain point, you struck up a, you know, this partnership with Landon Cray, and Tiffany did say, hmm, I'd like to meet this Mr. Cray, but it wasn't a requirement that he come in every time. You were essentially in charge of... You were the contact. Mm-hmm. That being said, I would want to come to these just yeah. to kind of make sure they're not, like, conniving anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if they're putting you in danger, they're putting me in danger. Yeah. And sometimes people like this will pull a fast one on you, and sometimes it's nice to have someone else in the room. If you don't want me there, I get it. Yeah, if you want to come, I'm happy to have you. I, I don't know what this Stacy person's deal is yet, but uh, I wouldn't mind having you around either. Now, Kennard is not as... No, like, Kennard doesn't know Tiffany, right? Well, see, here's the thing. Tiffany, and now Stacy, actually wants to stay at arm's length to all this. Mm. So I've maybe met Tiffany once before, but they really don't like the idea of me coming to these. Correct. Okay. Cool. Mm. Um, you're saying you'd be okay with me coming to this one because you're meeting someone new. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to jeopardize your situation. Yeah. Well, look, the meeting's supposed to be, like, what, 30 minutes? So why don't you come meet me at the end of the meeting? If we're running late, knock on the door, you know, just interrupt a little bit and get me out there because these things are usually a snooze fest and I wouldn't mind an excuse to leave. So sure. meet me at the end of it. All right. I'll meet you in 45 minutes. Okay. Kennard, what are we doing? Do you want to follow that guy? Or, like, I'm kind of worried about this Tiffany not being around. Mm, it would be interesting to gather more data on this uh, Jay Randow. As a matter of fact, when he left, I was made sure I was there to ensure that he took his belongings with him and that based upon the, the stress that it took him to lift them, that he wasn't leaving any packages from that behind on the ship. Yeah, like the same weight. Yes. Came in and out with the same weight. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. No. It just looks like another poor victim of the system. Kennard, you're being paranoid. It's Come on. He's not going to bomb us. We haven't done anything to him. Those two aren't necessarily connected. What? You don't have to have something done to you in order to bomb someone. I mean, you think he just bombed some random people? He, I don't know. I didn't get that read on him. Well, I think it's better that we ensure that he is not trying to destroy our ship. Well, it's good we have you around. So it sounds like you want to follow him? That's fine. All right. Let's go to it then. So we'll cut back to Elta. Got your tchotchke. 
We'll come back to Elta, and you uh, you find your way to. It's it's pretty close to where the some of the docking locks are. You find uh, this this woman's husband, who is a mechanic here, and spends much of the time up here just maintaining ships. It, it doesn't take you long. You find him, and he's this like tall, lanky guy. He's like so thankful. Oh, hey, thank you so much, my wife said. Oh, thank you. And he he sort of kind of gets you off onto the side. Just to make sure there's no cameras or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And he takes the thing and he just kind of pops it open, takes out the, um, it looks like a maybe a data stick and a cred stick. It's not particularly surprising to you, by the way. You have absolutely done this before. Zenith, if you put it through the bank, Zenith will charge you these little micro fees for whatever. Like anything that goes up or down the gravity well. Any kind of transaction you want to move from one account to another. Uh, so... This this kind of slipping stuff behind the scenes happens all the time. Yeah, I feel like as a pilot, you have to know the one has to do that, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Smuggling well, you? Yeah, I've never... Um, yeah, I don't know, I feel like we're friendly. Hey, Padman's back, so it's good to see you. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. I don't know if he's... It seems like he's working, so... Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily hang around too long, but um, chat a little bit. Okay. okay. Yeah, you have a good sense of the situation, mm-hmm. and you little polite chat, mm-hmm. and then oh, I maybe I maybe ask oh. him like, oh, you want to hold on to the um, the bobblehead? Oh, yeah, yeah. He like he set it off to the side, and he picks it back up, and um, you're kind of in this little side hallway, and he gives you a little nod and heads back to work. Oh, I was trying to see if I could take it, <laughs> but he seemed to want it, so I won't force the issue. <laughs> Did you? Does he see no. the face you're making, though? Oh, he's not. This guy, he's not paying attention. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I'm not trying to pickpocket him. I just okay. thought it was. I like it had a charming smile. All right. Good mm. point. Well, why don't we take a little break before you go to meet Stacy? Sure. Okay. Hey everyone, this is Thad. On behalf of the whole crew, I want to thank you so much for checking out our first episode. We're just getting started, and we're looking forward to sharing a lot more of our story with you. You can follow us on Instagram at Starlight Outer Worlds, all one word, to keep informed of new episodes or share your thoughts on the show. Thanks again, and now let's dive back in. Yeah, we're checking out Jay, and you're you have your meeting. I'm with... probably on my way to go see Stacy. Okay, let's go to Elta. You uh, find yourself in uh, one of the nicer areas. A couple of modules that are a little bit more nicely appointed. Carpeting. I've now taken my jumpsuit and untied it and zipped it up all the way. <laughs> it's my formal, my formal look. Okay, excellent. Well, and you're directed. You realize the the address, as it were. So it takes you to a part that you haven't been to before. You go through a door, and there's a, uh, a Corthy attendant who seems to have some kind of like a, a uniform on. And you realize you are at a spa. Okay. And this Corthy, they, they give you a few brief instructions. Uh, go through the steam bath, and then they, they hand you a, a robe, and there's a, pl- and a locker for you. 
I'm deeply confused by <laughs> this entire process. It's, it's a fairly small place, but you're like, I did not know this existed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm a little hesitant. I definitely still leave my goggles on around my neck, but I uh, I change into the robe otherwise, and and I guess put my stuff away. I didn't bring anything too uh, too valuable with me. I don't think. Sure. Yeah. So I kind of make my way through. I'm. Kind of looking around, like, oh, this is a... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a little, there's a sort of short timer on uh-huh. this small, like, steam room. You've got mm-hmm. a place to sit down. It's just you. Yeah. I maybe and then, well, push buttons if there's any, like, settings I get to change to see what what the options are. You're, you're playing around with this thing, uh-huh. this experience that you've never had. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's a little entertaining for you. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Maybe get a mix of various perfumes as I have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the best in combination, but yeah. Wait, I have to ask this for later. Can you give me one, like, sort of weird perfume scent? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think there's sort of like a, a seaweedy smell that's from the jellyfish. That you wouldn't necessarily think is like an attractive smell, but it's very like outdoors and like fresh air esque. So you've got kind of this fishy, but there's also sort of like a an alkaline quality behind it. Um, and then I've mixed that with like cinnamon spice kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Great. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and carry on. As you're, yeah, as you're uh, taking this all in and mm-hmm. and, and, and pondering all, all mm-hmm. these senses. The uh, this little ding, this little timer goes off and it shuts down, and the attendant opens the door and directs you down a tiny, tiny hallway into another room. And in that room are two loungy chairs, and Stacy is sitting in one of them, lying back in a robe with a towel around this large head of you know mop of hair. Okay. She 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 sits up and says, "Well." Well, Edna, it is a pleasure to meet you, finally. Oh, it's Elta, actually, but uh, nice to meet you, too, Stacy. Um, I'm so sorry, Elta. Well, do have a seat. Sure, this is quite a, a setup you guys have here. I didn't know this was even on the station. Well, you didn't. Well, it's a shame. <laughs> Tiffany did tell me what great work you've done. Oh, well, thanks. So- it's nice to be appreciated. For sure, you are appreciated. The company loves your work, and we uh, appreciate your continued loyalty and service to the Zenith Corporation. Are all the checks coming through okay? Yeah, they've been okay. I think I think there were some uh, fees I wasn't expecting on the last one, but um, maybe short a little bit. But I think for the most part... Well, nothing we can do about okay. that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> As an aside, so you get paid through Gravity Ventures. So mm-hmm. this is a, a shell company that's owned by a different company that's... Mm-hmm. Sorry. It is it's it is just... Yeah, so it's just a... It's obscured. <laughs> it's obscured. It's not like you are a covert operative or anything like that. If someone really wanted to figure this all out, mm-hmm. they would figure it out. But you do not have any Zenith markings on the Meadowlark or on your gear or on your registration or anything like that is registered mm-hmm. your ship the Meadowlark is registered to Gravity Ventures uh, a couple of systems away you've been diversified mm-hmm. 
So, are you lying down? I'm gonna just sit on the edge of whatever <laughs> table or whatever it is. And <laughs> well, it's yeah, this it's this reclining chair, so it's a little bit. You sit down awkwardly there. Okay. The attendant comes in and starts uh, giving her a pedicure. Okay. <laughs> Does she have Dolly Parton hair by any chance? It, it is not that extravagant. Okay, now. great. Excellent. It's in a towel right now. <laughs> Fair so. enough. Right. right. Uh, yeah. You, you, yeah. We kept this. <laughs> well, I heard wonderful things about your last last assignment. We appreciate you picking up that delivery, negotiating with those gentlemen, and bringing it home without a fuss. Everything, the ship all good? Oh, more or less, yeah. She's running. Um, we could definitely use a fuel top-up, but uh, other than that... Mm, well, that sounds reasonable. And she's she's got a little uh, little screen off to the side. And, and maybe a spare converter. Mm, well, we can talk about that. <laughs> How are your how's your crew? Ah, uh, you know the usual. Chiff chaff's always chiff chaff. Nice. And, <laughs> and you know I've been a I've had that consultant uh, landed on board. I'm just saying my name to people, okay? <laughs> cool. Yes. That's fine. No. She has, she said, oh, yes, I see. Yes, she has it in her notes. She's oh, like, I see mm-hmm. Mr. Cray. Yes, Mr. Cray, still working out? Yeah, he's been fine, you know. Professional, mm-hmm. business-like individual. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. He seems like a little bit of more of a seasoned individual, if you catch my drift. Call me old. We... Flavorful. <laughs> We just looking out for my girls. That's all I'm saying. So I'm so glad to hear that. It sounds like you got someone uh, who can watch your back. I'm really glad to hear that. Anything else that uh, you think I should know? I would prefer you did not tell me anything I don't need to know. But <laughs> if there really is something that I need to know. Is, is this charged now? Yeah, I don't know what she wants from me. That, that felt like a charged interaction to yeah. me personally. I might try to if see. If that triggers, I don't know. Yeah, she, what yeah, kind of things you, yeah, yeah, do that, you true. need to know about is maybe my... Is that a... Yeah. Oh, well, listen, Sugar, if everything is going okay, and I, as such a talented young woman as yourself it seems to be doing so well, getting through some scrapes here and there, I see, then I see no reason to uh, mix myself into your business. I can appreciate that. Yeah. And then I don't think there's anything you need to worry about. I'm so glad. Why don't you just sit yourself down and let's just get to know each other. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I say reluctantly and resigned. Um, Uh, She... From her side, mm-hmm. she essentially just starts gossiping a little bit. She's talking, talking about a boyfriend that she might be breaking up with soon. She's just talking about some, uh, it seems like a, a corporate nonsense, just mm-hmm. griping about stuff. I'm definitely or tuning out and just like, stuff. uh-huh. Yeah, can you believe it? Oh, wow. She, yeah. Yes, this is back where she's, um, yeah, so it's a couple of systems, systems away, mm-hmm. really, to, to get to a city of any, any mm-hmm. size. Yeah, it's so out of my realm of experience, I feel like, that I'm just like, okay, sure. Do you get a pedicure? 
Oh, yeah, I definitely try and see if they've got like an orange that matches my tank top. <laughs> it just—I just love the mental image of this Corfi. Like, it's got two arms on one and two arms on the other. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it's doing. That's right. Uh, you you have this experience that seems sort of decadent mm-hmm. and unnecessary, but also really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you tell me what's your reaction to all this. Yeah. Maybe you, you, you seemed excited to, that there was a color you wanted. Yeah. No, I'm definitely tense at first, but when I'm like, okay, like, sure, then I'm, I'm, I'm up to try it. And I think I generally am enjoying myself, and it's kind of novel and fun. And when in the spa in a space station. Yeah. Yeah. Do as a spa in a station. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's, that famous saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. And sh- Stacy just sort of wraps up and says, well, I hope that things continue to go well and that we can continue to treat ourselves to things like this. It's certainly a pleasure getting to know you. It's been great meeting you too, Stacy. Uh, has this taken, like, more than 15 minutes? That is true. <laughs> so at some point, an, an attendant comes to the You knock, an attendant comes to the door, <laughs> and you can see that it's a spa. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to come out of the steam room with a towel, but that's fine, too. Uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever I'll get away with. Well, I'm going to say, did we wrap up whatever we were doing? No, I mean, that's true. In time for you, for you to... A very good point. Let's cut back. Yeah. So you two were following around Jay Randow. Randow. Yeah. And he basically, uh, he went into administration, found some people from the Zenith Corp, and you two were sort of blocked at a certain point to say, uh, you know, essentially a a receptionist, uh, do you have any business here? Yeah, actually, I'm uh, looking for Tiffany. Uh, I'm sorry, do you have an appointment or anything like that? Well, just checking up on an old friend. Well, is this a manipulate move? Go ahead. When you influence someone's actions using manipulation or charm, say what you want, give them a reason, and roll plus subtle. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Well, that's a four on the dice plus a one for a total of five. So that's a big oh. fat failure, Thad. Go ahead and mark experience. On a, a six or less, your intentions are obvious and unwelcome. Expect trouble. Excuse me, if you could... If you could move on and leave the space available for others. Uh, can I see where Jay is from here? No. Okay. Um, it's a lot of like small corridors and things. And tight corners. Yeah, I'll realize that I'm not in a great position to press my luck. I, will, I, I didn't know she was so busy these days. And I will back up and... Uh, Turn around and start to leave. And you can see that they just they, they um, this time they've kind of had their finger right near this key oh. on their on their console, very slowly moving over toward it while you were continuing to talk to them. But if I'm backing off, does it does that so seem like, to have? Well, I appreciate you stopping by, and if you and if you ever want to leave a message, uh, just let us know. Yeah, actually, could I leave a message? Just uh, just tell her hi, and, and I hope her new position works out. And who may I say? Oh, she'll know who. It's fine. I'm sure she will. Thank you so much for dropping by. Thanks for visiting the Zenith Corporation. Sure. I'm looking kind of hard. And I, I'm going to walk out of earshot. Is this a fairly crowded place? No. Right here, no. There's some people coming in and out, but you had a, you had just a moment to... And know. we certainly look out of place. Mm, you could have business here. Uh, mm. it's, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be surprising to see you here doing some business. 
actually. Okay. Like a well, that's me. You got you got something? I pause and consider, are there other constructs working in this facility? If I were to just walk, walk in, would oh, it go generally man. unnoticed? Because I feel like we didn't go to that table together. Like, that would have been weird. Where I just talked to this receptionist. Probably not. I probably just, like, you know, stood there and watched you mm-hmm. observe what you were doing. Yeah, let's think about the type of constructs they might have. They're probably mostly, like, mechanical. Very functional. Utilitarian type stuff for cleaning, repairing. Moving freight. Moving stuff around. Yeah. So you you stand out a little bit. Okay. Because you don't, you don't have a more functional body. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Is there a cleaner we can use around? It's like waxing the floor in there or something? Possibly. There are other kind of devices going through here. So how interested are you to see what... Uh, there are two, two options. We could try and gain further direct data, or we could wait. You're thinking about your next moves, talking. You've you retreated slightly, mm-hmm. talking about your next moves, checking your watch, your timepiece, and seeing that like you only have a few minutes to get to to the meeting place with, mm. uh, between Elta and, and, St- and uh, Stacy. Sure. So, All right. And while you're doing so, uh, Randa comes tumbling out of the out of, down out of the hallway out of the out of the fair you enough see, looking down the hallway yeah these doors open these automatic doors open and he just kind of um is he tossed out <laughs> yes all right is his stuff Basically. tossed out uh, yes okay good <laughs> yeah it, it, not not he's just kind of pushed he's he's, mm-hmm. he's they don't have to really pick him up but mm-hmm. just pushing him out and he's frustrated and he takes his and he shouts back at them mm-hmm. he's uh, not happy that they're not taking care of him Corporate pigs. Corporate pigs. Yes, you hear him yell out. And he just gathers his large suitcase and is uh, rolling it down the hallway in your direction now. Okay. I'm yeah, not it gonna, happens. I'm not going to go out of my way to bump into him, but I'm going to see if he seeks us out. Yeah. And so at this point, you've, you've entered into a fairly wide hallway. Mm-hmm. But again, in this part of the station, like two people can walk comfortably side by side. Sure. Not three, maybe. Yeah. We're not trying to hide. I'm just not, like, I'm looking busy. But I'm looking at my comm. I guess I'll open up my little, like, Hunter app and see if, um... I just... Just as a cursory check to see if Tiffany's in there. That's something I need to worry about. He He's so... He is so in his own head, Randaw, that he just... He just kind of pushes past you and is kind of grumbling and looking at his own comm and does not even notice you as he goes by you, just practically brushing into you. Once he passes, I will throw over to him. So, what's your next move now? Uh, What? Oh, uh, Cray, right? Landon. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, You know, I'm just kind of to hustle like I always have. Best of luck to you. Head back inward. Someone will give me passage. You'll find something. Hey, listen, I'm sure there's some way I could help you out. On the on the ship, I promise I can earn my keep. I'm gonna look over at Canard and say, "Well, I don't think we're heading inwards. Bad luck." Well, listen, just keep me in mind, you know. And, and you already have his contact information. Sure. Through through Elta. Elta so, can talk to you. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen. Uh, you know, you'd be doing me a big favor. Just keep the name in mind. It's really it's really great meeting you guys. Sure. And he's he's kind of like gone from one end of his his needle like his he's he's turned on this dial and all of a sudden he's like trying to be his charming self. 
I'm curious. Does he actually look at Bernard? Sorry, did I say? What did I say? Well, you just turned to face. He turned, you, 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 you turned to face me. You said you guys have been very helpful. Yeah, well, he, he acknowledges both of you. Yeah. Oh, I will note that. Well, fact, I, I, that, I, is, that is not typical. I assume you were, you were standing next to each other, or something. Yeah, you know, we were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and mm-hmm. he, you know, he saw you on the ship, um, or did he? Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I, didn't, I didn't bother yeah. hiding. I was trying to remember. Yeah, you didn't really yeah. have much of a conversation. I didn't. I didn't interact with him much either. So that's right. I'm used to like people. They don't. Even, no. even like clients, like they, mm-hmm. they generally don't interact with me unless it's like they see I'm engaged in a task and they're involved in you know whatever my output is. So. I ask for a report or something. Yeah, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. It's like talking to Siri, you know, yeah. just say thank you or whatever. I say thank you to Siri. Get <laughs> yeah. out there right now. Uh-huh. Yep, mm-hmm. always. That raises another good question that I want to ask. But for this scene, yes, he had acknowledged both of you All right. and looked straight at you, Canard, and says, mm-hmm. "Well." Keep me in mind. You've got my info, and he just. Uh, I'll give him a nod. Yeah, uh, as he as he trudges away. Well, better check on Elta, huh? I mean, you can sure. keep, you can keep following him if you want, but uh, he seems to want more to do with us than maybe I I thought before. I'm sure we can find him again if we need. He'll probably be looking for us. That yeah. will make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll circle off, look for you. I very intentionally didn't mention Canard to Stacy. Yeah, we should probably split off. Well, I'll follow you to, to the area. And then, sure, sounds um, good. I would uh, probably not want to go inside. Yeah, you could blend. Uh, <laughs> all right, sure. I'm just going to, just for the Don't sake of brevity... To, cut back to... Do I get into the steam baths? There's a closed door. I'm just going to be like, I'm here for a meeting. Uh, it does not look like you have an appointment. Yeah, that's not what I said. Appointments, you people. I'm just... Oh, I'm so sorry you're not expected. Would you like to make an appointment? Sure. And a- you have anything right now? I'm so sorry. I do not have an appointment right now. <laughs> just pinch the bridge of my nose. I'm curious. Is Corby, like, going to sales mode and try and, like, offer some particular services? That's true. And, and then that... in, the little, in, the, as, in the little pause that you sort of take your sigh, Corby says, gestures to the wall that has this little video screen and, and it lights up. Well, we have many offers starting in a range of price points. You look stressed. <laughs> you, you, you look stressed. You have a very hard job. I can tell that you have a hard... I can tell. You are the hardest part of my job. Oh, I'm so sorry. How can I make it up to you? you can re- I put you on an appointment uh, six hours from now? No, you could put me in right now. Oh, we're all booked up right now. About to make this a church interaction, but I'm not gonna beat up some little corpy getting a steam bath. I just take a deep breath. Cut to. So the attendant, mm-hmm. uh, halfway through coloring mm. your toenails, left to go uh, to the front. Same person. <laughs> uh, after a moment, you hear this bellowing that you, that you recognize. <laughs> you know. We've got that thing. Can I offer you some relaxing tea? That would be great. Why don't you wait right here? Thank and you. And there's a small little seat. Of course. They, they've, they've just kind of opened up this little hatch, and you can see there's some tea that's ready to pour. Yeah, I just, like, and I go to town. They've gone through a door and have shut it behind them. Great. I feel like I've achieved my objective here. Tea. Uh, hmm. Well, someone's going to go check on you now. Mm. Sorry. This has been really fun, Stacy, but I I think I hear my 
associate. <laughs> hmm. A little, a little clingy. Well, you know, he he watches my back, like you said. Well, it's a little too close, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's uh, comforting to have someone who cares. And she really does like look you in the eye again and says, "If you have any troubles, you just say the word." Oh no. <laughs> Thanks, Stacy. All right. Ciao. Yeah. The. Do they normally just do three of my toes, or...? You're welcome to stay. Mm. No, I think I like it. I'm sure she'll be back any moment. No, I'll I'll, I'll try this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I head out. uh... All right. She waves you out and then switches over to, like, go change the music that's playing. Uh (laughs) Well, uh, this conversation is playing out. I'm not going into the way, but I'm going to connect on a comms channel to Landau and say... So were you successful in threatening that quarry? I was uh, just checking on Elta. Oh. She told me to check on her. I couldn't, you know, look, so I just, you know. She'll come out if she's okay. If she's not, I'll go in there. And Elta comes out fairly soon after that. Yeah? Fairly shortly, yeah. I've got to change and True. all that, but probably less than ten minutes. So the, the attendant reassures you for a little bit longer and oh, says I'm... that, oh, your, fr- oh, your friend is co- oh, your friend is coming out. Just making sure I had the right place. I don't know. I, I come back out. It's like something up. Everything okay on the ship? No, you told me to check on. Yeah, we've got that thing. Is the Corthy still around? Uh, no. The Corthy's gone back in. You told me to come get you, like, give you a, an excuse part where, you know. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess so I did tell I you that. Yeah, I kind of lost track of time. I didn't know you'd be eating jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's what that smell is, huh? So you get an incoming message okay. from Stacy that is basically the next assignment. Okay. Do you want tea? They give me a lot. I'd love some. Do you just walk away <laughs> with this little tea? <laughs> Absolutely. Just take the teapot. Like the, the jug, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fill up a flask. <laughs> time on Starlight Outer Worlds. Landon, what do you seek to gain from finding more implants? It's not so much the implants themselves as much as who's making them. And I'd worry my sister might not be making this sort of thing of her own free will. Plan is, you're the construct, and I'm gonna, we're gonna pretend to sell you to someone. Looking for a trade? Maybe, depends on what you have. All right. Everything's negotiable. Who's your friend? Uh, that's uh, it's my. I'm tag. Elta. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about how I didn't expect the plan to go this well, and I'm about all out of plan. 